Are you interested in innovative education and diversity in school models? Do you see a need for something different to bring about a reformation in our current education system? If so, then you've come to the right place. Join us as we discuss what's trending with unconventional learning models, including microschools, homeschool co-ops, creative learning centers, hybrid school models, and so much more. I am your host, Delina Wallace, president and founder of Wichita Innovative Schools and Educators, also known as WISE. This podcast, Wise and Otherwise, explores what our local hub of education entrepreneurs are doing in Wichita. We will also explore and offer brief introductions to the many local and national organizations that support innovation and education. Welcome to Wise and Otherwise. Okay, thank you to our listeners um, for joining us again for another episode of Wise and Otherwise. Today, I have with me Mike Donnelly from Yes, Every Kid. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure getting to know you and I love your work and I love your, your passion in serving educators um, in, this, in this new space, this new frontier as we're um, being school founders and all the things that we're doing. So um, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Delina. It's so nice to be with you, and I sure have enjoyed getting to know you as well. And so I'm vice president with the Yes Every Kid Foundation, and I just want to clarify that, you know, we do have two organizations, Yes Every Kid, which is a, a C4 lobbying organization that does work on government policy in a number of different areas. And the Yes Every Kid Foundation is a C3 organization that does education, public education, and, and, a, and a variety of things. Um and we can talk more about exactly what we do, but you asked me about me. Yes, right? tell you us about, about your you about... history, your background, and specifically your interest in education in general. Okay, little old me. Okay, <laughs> so um, my interest in education uh, probably goes back to when um, I was grappling with the question about education for my own children. Uh, which my wife and I, we've been married for 31 years. We have seven children. Uh, sound familiar? Well, you <laughs> one-upped me there. <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, one can be enough for those, you know, if you have one <laughs> or 12, you know, it's, it's you know, it doesn't right. matter. But, uh, and we started asking the question, well, you know, what are we going to do for the education of our kids? And this is back in the late 90s. And I had just graduated from law school. I had started a company in Boston and, uh, you know, I said like, well, I'm not so sure about putting them in the government schools in Boston. Um, and I had a friend who was homeschooling and uh, he told me, he said, have you ever thought about homeschooling? I was like, I have no idea what that is because I grew up, went to public school, graduated from public school, had never heard of homeschooling, no clue what it was. And I was like, hmm, now that sounds like an interesting idea. <laughs> I was, I was captivated from the start. And, uh, and so my wife and I, we decided we were going to do that. It was, let's start this and see how it goes. But it quickly turned into, this is awesome. We love this. It's, mm -hmm. you know, very free and um, natural, um, I believe. I think kids are natural learners. I've, I've come to know that that is the case. I think the research supports that. But we started that in the late 90s. And, and so we've been homeschooling our kids for 20 some years. We have four um, who've graduated from the high school. We've got three still at home. We're still homeschooling. And I, uh, you know, after my the company I ran in Boston for a number of years, I ended up leaving the for-profit world and joining the nonprofit world. Um, and I went to work for the Homeschool Legal Defense Association as a, an attorney. 
uh, and I was there for almost 17 years. In fact, I just left there just about a year ago, not quite a year now, when I heard uh, and was invited to join the, the Yes Foundation team to help education entrepreneurs, among other mm-hmm. things, we do other things. But that was one of the things I think that they said, oh, this guy from HSLDA knows a thing or two about helping defend education entrepreneurial people, because that's what homeschoolers are, right? Right. Homeschool yeah. mom, I'm a homeschool dad. I mean, I think homeschooling parents are the, you know, they're the first frontier of education entrepreneurs. And I would say that a, a lot of the social proof and the research that we point to, to show how these new innovative educational environments work and can work and should be embraced, we can point back to the homeschool movement and say, look, it worked there. Right. It certainly doesn't work here. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm so happy that you are just kind of pivoting and putting your efforts and time and energy into um, serving the education entrepreneurs and these micro school founders mm-hmm. or people who are operating in this space where they are navigating a territory that's just kind of new for all of us. It's new mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about what excites you in this role and your opportunity to serve um, this kind of new demographic of educators. Well, you know, I mean, education all comes back to freedom, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, and we live in a free country. I'm very uh, strong on our country and our founding and the fact that uh, it was all about individual freedom. And I think education is essential to that. I think education is essential to our country retaining and maintaining the freedoms that we have, which I think is so important to um, human flourishing, because I think, you know, the example that we project to the rest of the world is one of fr- freedom works. When when there's freedom, people can flourish. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have freedom, you have the opposite of that happening. And, and I connect freedom directly, education directly to freedom. And so to me, it's just very important. Um, you know, education is one of those things that allows people to discover who they are, their individual talents, um, in how they can contribute. And that's really at the core of the philosophy of the Yes Every Kid Foundation. Um, you know, we believe in respecting the dignity of the individual. We believe society is better when, when people can learn how they can contribute to society. And, you know, I just feel that, um, you know, whether it's homeschooling or in these new micro school learning pod, hybrid school, uh, you know, I mean, call it whatever you want. People have all kinds of names they call these things which is awesome because what it's all right. about is serving the individual yeah. needs of the child and of that family because everybody's different. We're all unique. And and that's what I love about this space. It's what I loved about homeschooling. And it's what I love about this space. And I think those that concept connects homeschooling in this new space. And I feel like you're right. This is new. Um, and it feels a lot like it did in the early days of home education. You know, um, except there was no internet, there was no social media, and the homeschoolers were under a lot more th- existential threats as families because it wasn't legal and you could get in trouble for homeschooling. Here, that threat is a little bit muted to towards the family, right? Families aren't gonna get thrown in jail, but, but education entrepreneurs have a much more complex web of regulatory and legal frameworks that they have to navigate to be able to provide educational opportunities for the families and the children that they are serving. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, you know, when I came over from homeschooling, like I, I, I advocated for homeschooling all over the world. It is not easy. Okay. Fighting for freedom, either in this country or around the world 
not easy, a little bit complicated, but you know, homeschooling, one issue. And, and that was great. Here we are, we are dealing with a much bigger framework, a, a much bigger fabric of society. The United States of America is huge. And there are thousands and thousands of people who are, you know, wanting to start these new innovative learning environments. And, and we found that there are some hurdles that they need to overcome. And so we're trying to build out capabilities specifically with me. Yes, Foundation does more than just this. But one of the things that we're doing with our legal team is building a capability specifically to help education entrepreneurs overcome regulatory obstacles so that they can be confident in moving forward to achieve their vision with their educational venture. That's what we want to do. Yeah. Well, and that, that confidence is such a key component. You know, I meet so many micro school founders, you know, they may have been former public school teachers and they're just stepping out and they're just like saying, hey, I really feel compelled to serve students directly. I think I can do this better. I'm going to start. But then they're just kind of like, but I really want to do it right. Nobody wants to get in trouble. That's you right. know, and same thing with like homeschool moms who might be stepping into this new territory, like they're serving families outside of their own. Now they're mm -hmm. including more people, whether it's in their home or they're leasing a space somewhere, but this is kind of going to this new level. And so I think if, if you can help to provide these services, the knowledge, um, you know, all the, the, the resources that you offer to build our confidence as we go i mean that's huge that's priceless i'm delighted to hear you say that because I've, i that's what people are telling us when we when we talk with them they all they all have told us they feel more confident after meeting with me or one of our attorneys we built a team and we're we're going to grow as as much as we need to in order to serve the education entrepreneur community and it is interesting you know you mentioned homeschool moms are entering the space but also teachers from the public and private schools mm -hmm. are entering the space so you have people coming from both sides and they have different questions, but at the end of the day, these courageous people, these entrepreneurs want to serve children for a variety of, of really good reasons. And when you move outside of your home as a homeschool parent trying to create some new thing, it's different. You're dealing, you know, are you going to be a for-profit or a non-profit? Are you going to incorporate or not incorporate? Um, mm -hmm. What about the space? What about fire code regulations? What about child care regulations? What about zoning laws? Um, you know, the list can go on. And there's no, sh the, the number of questions is only related to the number of people there are because everybody's situation exactly. is different. Very much like exactly. the homeschool, you know, people, you know, right. there's a homeschool law and we said, look, here's what you do to do the homeschool law. And after 30 years of HSLDA and the homeschool community, it's pretty set and it's actually gotten more free, which is really cool. Here, these laws were not designed with education entrepreneurs in mind. They're like, we don't care about you guys. You, you're either a child care or you're not a child care, you know, or is there an exemption for child care? Or you don't know. Can you zoning? We don't know. You know, can, can we have a school here or not? I don't know. Does the fire yeah. come by? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. No, it does. You know, but if you do this, you know, can I serve pizza? You know, what about the healthcare regulations? I mean, there are so, there's just this web of regulations to, to kind of figure out, but right. we can figure them out together. Yes. We can figure them out so that these entrepreneurs can be confident that they are, operating on the most solid legal ground possible right right um, so that they can achieve their vision but the problem delena if i can just go on for a second here is mm -hmm. because these laws were not designed with these entrepreneurs in mind sometimes these laws get in the way you know like an, an entrepreneur might have this amazing vision to serve 50 kids right but now 
they can't because the space that they're in doesn't meet the fire code mm -hmm. or suddenly they're a childcare and they have to operate a little bit differently because the childcare laws apply. And those are onerous laws, very onerous laws. So one of the things we try to do with folks is catch them early. So, you know, if there are entrepreneurs who are listening, please go to our website at yeslegal.org, submit a request to get free help. This is free, by the way, get free help. You can see the button right on our website and you can set up an appointment to talk with one of our, one of our attorneys who can help coach you, guide you, educate you on these variables. And then people, sometimes what's happening to Lena also is people have been operating for a while and suddenly they come to the attention of a regulator, right. you know, whether it's a childcare inspector or a fire inspector, uh, a health inspector, and suddenly someone's knocking on their door saying, hey, we're going to shut you down. And in some cases that has happened and we want to be able to help those people too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, um, again, just the diversity of models that you'd mentioned, like every every school has a different scenario, different situation. They might not be a school. They might just be a tutoring center. They That's might, right. you know, the hybrid models, there's all this like, well, we only meet two days a week. What does that mean for us? Or we only meet in the mornings. Um, and before I, okay, so I met you about a year ago in January. Um, and at that time I was, you know, there and I was representing this network, of course, our wise network. And we have these micro school founders and we have these people who are like, you know, do you, I don't know about this. Do you know about this? And we're like, well, I don't know about this. Do you know about this? And we all were just kind of thinking like when it comes to these legal issues and, you know, regulations in our state, compliance, those types of things, like we really want to connect with someone. And so having this point of contact with Yes Foundation and whether it's with you directly or one of your attorneys, you know, we're blessed because we actually have Tamara who's right here in Wichita. She's the community community director or something, you know, so it's kind of neat to have an in-person contact there. But um, just having that, just knowing who we can go to when we need help. That's huge. Well, we are here to help. Uh, you know, the Yes Foundation and the board, uh, you know, board chair is Meredith Olson and there's some other amazing people on the board. Of course, Meredith is the president of the Vela Education Fund, which is doing great work catalyzing, uh, you know, education entrepreneurship across this country. And they saw this opportunity and they said, you know, we, we wonder, we think, you know, we see that some of these founders are encountering some of these obstacles. If this movement grows, it it could get worse. And I mean, my hat is off to them for having that vision yeah. and identifying that gap and being willing to stand in that gap. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, Donnelly, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and so I'm excited about, I'm really excited about what I'm seeing. And our team is super excited um, about helping these entrepreneurs who are helping five, 10, 50, 100 in so many different ways in so many places across this country. Um, you know, I, I think we stand at a very revolutionary, transformative time in our country's history when it comes to education. Um, our fellow citizens have said, and they say time after time in, in all kinds of surveys, they're tired of the status quo. They're tired of top-down, one-size-fits-none, command and control, education, cookie-cutter. That's not, that's not what kids need. 
it's not what our country was founded on. And I think it is, is harmed our country, frankly. Um, and, you know, look, I'm not throwing all the people who are in the system under the bus. There are amazing people in that system. Uh, a lot of them are leaving because they want to become micro school founders. Right. But you know, there are people in that system who are trying to do the best they can for kids. I get it. Mm -hmm. But it's a system. Systems don't treat people as individuals. But in small micro school family units, you can treat people like people with the dignity that they deserve, with the dignity that these yeah. children deserve so that they can, you know, become confident about who they are. And, and that's what really excites me. And people are people are ready. People are demanding it. Mm -hmm. People like you are supplying it. And, and we need to do more. So it's really exciting to be here serving this vibrant, amazing community of people. So please go to our website if you're an entrepreneur or uh, looking at thinking or thinking about starting and let us help you think about some of these things so you can feel confident about taking that next step. Yes, legal is the website. Okay. Yes, legal.org. Okay. Um, now tell us a little bit. So the services that you provide, this is kind of in the form of like one-on-one -on -one consultations. Mm -hmm. Is that, right. is that right? And right now, it is. In fact, it's almost exclusively that right now. Okay. Um, we are building a knowledge base. Mm -hmm. um, but as you can imagine, trying to take all that complicated legal information. <laughs> well, you actually helped me think this through a little bit because I showed you yeah. some of what we were thinking about putting up on the website. And you said, oh, that's a little <laughs> overwhelming. I don't that's know about that. That's a little that. much. <laughs> and I said, okay, hold up. Let's not do that right now. So we, we are working on developing a really strong body of knowledge that we hope we will be able to put up in a way that people can ask questions and maybe we'll use AI or chat or mm -hmm. create a knowledge base where people can ask specific questions so they can help themselves. Because sometimes people have a very specific question. They might just like, oh, you know, um, you know, where can I go to get a link to the Secretary of State's website to understand what kind of businesses I can run in Kansas? Okay, mm -hmm. the link. okay that's fine. Uh, maybe they don't need to talk with somebody right away about that, but we're happy to talk with people about that. But right now, if they go to yeslegal.org, they can click on get free help and fill out a form, just very basic information, a few questions that'll go to our team who will set up a, a time where you can get a free personalized consultation with a lawyer who believes in what you're doing, who supports the concept of individualized education and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And will help answer your questions, help educate you about these regulatory frameworks, these these legal questions. I mean, I don't know where else can you go to get that kind of uh, help free. I, I don't know. Well, okay, even if you paid for it, just trying to locate a lawyer who's educated specifically when it comes to like education, educational environments, and like all of those things. So that's another thing, you know, as we're looking at starting a business, it's, it's different. We're doing something different. People are like, well, okay, I don't know. Are you starting a school? Are you starting a business? What is this? Are you starting a nonprofit? Um, and so even as we're trying to like look for accountants or CPAs who can help advise us in this area, they're just like lost. They're just kind of like, well, hmm, never heard of that before. Or, you know, I've never had that question before. So being able you guys to- guys are breaking some new ground. No question about it. Sure. Yeah. Right. That's fair. <laughs> but, but it's fun. To me, that's exciting. That's the interesting yes. thing for me. Like I love learning new things. My, our lawyers right. love exploring this. And at the end of the day, the, the key thing is we believe in you. Uh, we believe that what you're doing is really important 
to the future of kids in our country. Uh, and we want to help. So we're going to figure out a way to help one way or another. You know, we're going to we're going to figure out a way for you to feel confident. Uh, doesn't mean we may, you know, I mean, we're not going to we don't represent people like we're mm -hmm. not people don't hire us as their lawyer. Right. But they do come to us and they're asking questions like, well, those questions you just asked right there. Those are the kinds of questions. Or does the fire mm -hmm. code apply to me? Or how can I how can I do this in a way that I can avoid being a child care or avoid coming underneath the uh, health inspector's oversight because I want to serve pizza. Yeah. Like, and we might say, well, right. don't serve pizza. We might say that. Or we might say, well, you know, here, try this. Or here's what the law says in your state. Mm -hmm. uh, there is this maybe exemption that could apply to you. And the thing is, trying to find those needles in haystacks for some people, it's hard. Yeah. That's what right. we're doing. That's what we've done. Right. And we want, we, we just want to help folks do the kinds of things that you're yeah. doing. And all that research is so time consuming. These educators, you know, they've just got their heads down. They are focused. They are serving their learners and they're just kind of treading water, trying to keep mm -hmm. their business afloat as they are like actively educating these kids. So anything that relieves some of the burden from us that that is more time and effort and pulling us away from our real passion and interest in like, hey, I am just here for the kids. Let me do this. So again, just a really great service. Um, if you don't mind here as we close, would you show us, take sure. us to the website, show us what that looks like in the questionnaire there. Be happy to. Let's see if I can make this work. Here we go. Are we? Are you? Yep, there it is. Are you seeing the um, screen? Yep, the Edupreneur Support. Edupreneur mm -hmm. Support Program. That's what we call it. Um, if you go, let's see. Is this okay? So if you if you click if you type in yeslegal.org, it'll take you to this website here, the Edupreneur Support Program. We're working on improving it. It's not exactly where we want it. Uh, we're we're new. We're doing lots of things. But you can click on Get Free Help right here, and it'll just take you to this little questionnaire. And this is just the easiest way to get in contact with us. I mean, um, just your first name, last name, email address. You don't have to give us your phone number, but if you want me to call you, I will call you. Um, and you know, what state are you in? Do you have a specific problem? Yes or no? Like, if you don't, that's fine. You just let us know you're there. We're going to be developing mm -hmm. newsletters and proactive communication over time. So you can just sign up, but most people have questions. Um, how can we help you? What's your question? Just type it in. I, you know, do, do childcare laws apply to me? You know, I don't know. Do childcare laws apply? Whatever. Just give us a little situation. And is this an emergency? We understand that sometimes people have an emergency. Like, you know, we are talking to people who are having regulators showing up at their school door, knocking on there and saying, hey, what are you doing? And so we will respond and take that seriously. And we love it if you tell us how you heard about us. You heard about us, if you're listening right now, on Wise and Otherwise with Delina That's Wallace. Right. Really That's cool. right. <laughs> Delina told me about you guys right in there. Submit that question. Um, you'll get a response back very quickly from our team. And, and we will we will get um, you scheduled to, to talk with myself or one of the attorneys to help you think through and figure out how you can be confident to take that next step. That's so wonderful. Well, Mike, thanks again for your time. Do you have any other like last statement or word of encouragement or anything that you want to share with our audience here? Yes, I do. Um, do it. 
right. do this thing. If you're thinking about doing this education entrepreneur, if you feel like you're an educator in a school and you're like, oh my goodness, I want to do this, but I don't know, do it. If you're a parent and you're like, oh, my kid, it's just not working for them in school. And I heard about this micro school or I heard about Delina and she can help me get started or something like that. Do it. Yeah. This is critical. You can make a difference in the lives of children. You can make a difference in the life of your child. This is a great way for children to learn, to become confident, productive assured members of society. This is good for society. This is good for kids. It's good for families. It's good for our communities. Do it. And we can help. Wow. That's wonderful. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for your support and the services that you offer. And thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Delina. God bless. Have a great day.